Hey everybody, this is Pat Francis from the Rock Solid Podcast, and you're listening to P.F. Wilson's Tape Recorder. I'm P.F., this is my tape recorder, and we're very near the end of this special series, P.F.'s third favorite band. Uh, we have two bands left, including this week's contestants, the 1975. Uh, 1975 from Manchester, England. We'll get to them in a few minutes, but first, as always, we're going to do a song each by two of my first favorite bands, uh, Beach Boys and Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark. We start with the Beach Boys. We, we left off last week with uh, the 1985 album, The Beach Boys, which featured uh, all of the surviving members pretty much, except for, of course, the, the, the two dudes uh, that were in the band in the 70s from South Africa, the Blondie Chapman and Ricky Fatar, and uh, David Marks, who uh, did some guitar work for them in the early 60s and then rejoined the band uh, in the 2000s as a touring musician. And uh, But we'll get to all that uh, down the road Maybe in the next episode. We still actually have th- two more episodes after this because we have to do the final band, which will be Churches, and then we have to uh, choose our winner. So anyway, back to the Beach Boys, uh, 1985, uh, it, uh, Get You Back goes into the top 40. The other two singles they release, like I said, weirdly, they do not release California Calling, which is a, a huge mistake. Uh, it's Getting Late, I think, gets to like 60-odd, and then She Believes in Love Again, the Bruce Johnson tune, I don't even think charts. But uh, 1986 rolls around, and the band decides, hey, we should release another Greatest Hits compilation. Those always do great, and we'll stick two new songs on it. Well, one of the new songs they stuck on it is a cover of California Dreamin' by the Mamas and the Papas. I believe John Phillips of the Mamas and the Papas, he's in the video for sure, he plays the preacher, and I believe he does backing vocals on the cover version. It's a really great version, by the way. Do check it out. But we're not going to play that song. We're going to play the other single from that uh, album. I I think California Dreaming... Huh. I don't even know the charts. I think it charts on the adult contemporary chart for sure. I don't think it charted in the top 40, uh, nor did this one, even though this is a nice tune. It's called Rock and Roll to the Rescue. And Brian is still in the band at this point. Uh, he is about to leave. Uh, he's still kind of working things out. He kind of, you know, one leap forward, two leaps back. Uh, Eugene Landy is working with him at this time. If you haven't seen the documentary, uh, the one that came out with uh, Paul Giamatti playing Eugene Landy, and uh, Love and Mercy. Do check that out. That's a great, great biopic. Anyway, so Rock and Roll the Rescue is just an added single to, you know, it's a greatest hits package. It has the two new songs, and they're two good songs, and I like this one a lot. Again, people in the fandom probably don't care for it very much, but I like it, and this is Rock and Roll to the Rescue. Gonna get a ticket cause I really gotta go. There's a party going down at the Rock and Roll Show. Baby, get ready if you really
There you go, Rock and Roll of the Rescue. I believe that's the uh, last time we hear all the surviving members together until the 2000s uh, when they make the what was so far has been their uh, latest album. There's talk of perhaps there being another album for the 60th anniversary. We'll see. So we're up to OMD is up to English Electric, which I believe comes out, uh, I want to say in 2013. Teen uh, features two really good singles, really strong singles, Metroland and what I'm about to play for you here now, Night Cafe. Night Cafe is a song uh, that features, I think, I don't know, a dozen or so titles of Edward Hopper paintings. Edward Hopper, a big influence on Andy McCluskey. And uh, at Edward Hopper painting Nighthawks, that's probably the one you're most familiar with. It's the people in the cafe at night, that's called Nighthawks. And that's the inspiration for the cover of the album Crush, and of course Crush, my favorite album, so uh, I really kind of got into Hopper from there because of that. And uh, Although I like more of his uh, outdoorsy stuff, his uh, land, not like landscapes, but like, you know, cityscape scenes and outdoorsy stuff, because like all the, the contrasts of colors that he does uh, a lot with that. But anyway, uh, Night Cafe is a song that mentions all these Edward Hopper paintings, and it was the second single from English Electric, and well, here it is. Cafe, boy, they still got it, I think, at this point, man. I mean, this is another great album. A lot of good tunes on here. Uh, but unlike the previous album, History of Modern, uh, it is not, it's all new stuff. It's stuff they've, they've written in the 2000s. It's not leftover bits and pieces like History of Modern was. And uh, yeah, check out uh, English Electric. So let me see, we get to the 1975. Now I find these dudes, let me see, what would have been 2013, I think. What about the same time that English Electric came out? How about that? Yeah, maybe 2012. I'm thinking it was 2012. Anyway, again, Radio 1, obviously. Uh, But it's Hugh Stevens is a guy that uh, is good at finding new music on BBC, as is Zane Lowe. Uh, Zane Lowe has The Night Show. And then Hugh Stevens, he's a Welsh guy. He had a a show dedicated to finding uh, new bands. And one of the bands he featured was the 1970s. 75, then this song made its way into the uh, BBC One playlist, and it's a song called The City. And weirdly, when they released the album finally, the this version comes from an EP called Face Down, uh, they take out some of the like real the, the real draggy guitar behind 
the vocals, which uh, I think is a mistake. I don't like the album version of this tune that much. I love this uh, EP version. I've seen the 1975 four times. They have never played this live. I don't think they ever will. I don't know why. It was the first song that really got them noticed in the UK, for sure. And uh, this is The City from 1975. So the city from the 1975. So here's uh, another connection to the uh, to one of my favorite bands. As I later find out that the uh, first album called the 1975 is recorded at uh, the Motor Museum Studio in Liverpool. The Motor Museum Studio is owned by Andy McCluskey of Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark. Now. We're trying to try to get Professor Rock on the show uh, for an episode after we conclude with Third Favorite Band. And I tweeted him. He told me to email him, and I did. And I've emailed him again, and I still haven't heard back. But he does a great episode about uh, OMD's song, If You Leave. And what's great about it is he kind of takes the, the, the tack of most of us in the fandom is that we like the song just fine, but, you know, there's they have a much richer and deeper catalog. But he talks to them about the song and uh, for lay people who are just familiar with the song. And then he rolls out Matty Healy from the 1975 and interviews him and says, yo, yeah, this is a big influence on you guys, wasn't it? And Matty Healy talks about recording at the Motor Museum and how he really liked the uh, Pretty and Pink soundtrack and how OMD were a big influence. It's really, really cool. Do check that out. It's, it's fantastic. So anyway, um, the city is uh, included in the 1975, but it's a remixed version of it. Uh, Chocolate is the big song from this album. I believe the sound is on this album as well. Sound is great because if you go watch the video, the sound is nothing but um, uh, critics, uh, uh, critiques from the critics saying how terrible the band is. And when you see them live and they do the sound, they flash those up on the big video screen. It's pretty, it's pretty hilarious. So um, the next album after, it's got a long title there. I want to get this right here. Hold on. Uh, is I Like It When You Sleep uh, For You Are So Beautiful Yet So Unaware. It comes out in 2016. And uh, so it takes a while for them to come out with another album. I didn't think it was that long between albums. Uh, the big singles from this album are... Uh, Someone Else is the big single, I believe, from this. But I'm going to play a song. Oh, Change of Heart is also big. And Love Me was the first single from this, which is very influenced by David Bowie's fame. 
Uh, you can really hear that. Oh, I'm sorry, the sound is from this album. Forgive me. Uh, the, another big single. So those are some of the big, big hits from this. But I'm going to play a song called Paris because uh, when I saw them the first time, uh, live at uh, University where Fangirl went. Uh, they did a little set where they did uh, Change of Heart, Someone Else, and Paris all in a row because they're very keyboardy. There's not very many guitars, and everybody played keyboards on the songs. I think in, even Matt Healy tickled the ivories a little bit there, or the plastics, I guess we should say. But uh, I really liked this song a lot when I heard it live, and it just kind of stuck with me. So uh, this is uh, Paris from the 1975's second album. She said from the 1975, so uh, two years later we get a brief inquiry into online relationships, and I guess the, the band is doing pretty well. Uh, they don't really chart any uh, hits here in the United States, though the albums do really, really well, and they I, they don't have as much chart success in England as I thought they did. They have a couple of top 40 hits, but nothing like, not like a, any real chart toppers. Um, I will double check that before we get out of here, but uh, I'm pretty sure that the biggest hits they have are like just getting to the teens and 20-odd, but a brief inquiry into online relationships. Well, from this album, I'm going to give you uh, two songs, uh, the two big hits, Give Yourself a Try. I believe this is what they opened uh, their show with when we saw them uh, in 2019, and uh, this is just a proper tune to start an album and a show with. Here's Give Yourself a Try from 1975.
yourself a try for the 1975 from Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships, another great tune from this album, and another single. And I'm looking here at the uh, chart action here, and the, yeah, the biggest hit they have, Chocolate Kiss of 19 in the UK. And let me see, same, th well, in the United States, they have a couple, like, they scraped the top 40 here. Well, let me see, hold on, U.S. Rock, I'm sorry, the U.S. Top 40, the highest charting song they have is 80, and I believe that is chocolate yep that's it that's that's it for chart action for the u.s they do go you know well on the alternative charts obviously and they're, they're still a very popular band here uh they sold out when we saw them uh, here in cincinnati back in 2019 like i said but anyway this other tune is another great tune from this album and it's called two time and i think it's just one of their best tunes ever only gets to 26 in the uk that's a that's a crime and well here it is two time from uh, well it's actually called two time two time two time is the official title from 1975 and we start to get songs from Notes on a Conditional Form. I believe they release uh, People and Frail State of Mind toward the end of 2019. And then, like, right at the beginning of 2020, or maybe it's the end of 2019, we get uh, Notes on a Conditional Form. So uh, the best tune from this album, certainly, is the uh, Me and You Together song. But I think I'm going to play these in a different order because I want to point... Oh, yeah. If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know is a single. But let me see what order these go in. Uh, yeah, if you're too shy, let me know. It comes after the Me and You Together song. Let's do the Me and You Together song first, I guess. Yeah, the Me and You Together song uh, is... The title reminds me of the song by the Wannadies from Sweden. You might know the song was on the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. So this comes out ahead of uh, If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know. It comes, let me see, Before the Birthday Party, which mentioned Cincinnati, by the way. How about that? But anyway, this is uh, this is quite the banger, and this is my favorite song of uh, 2019, by the way, or 2020, uh, is this uh, is the Me and You Together song, 1975. I can't remember when a man because you did it at all points. And if I still live, bitch, you said. 
continue together song 1975 now we get up to if you're too shy let me know and uh, the reason I dig this tune is this tune sounds like it came off OMD's the Pacific Age album now, I don't think they recorded notes on a conditional form at the Motor Museum I think they recorded like London and some other places but um, weirdly this sounds very much in the horn section so I'll try to jump in in the middle of the song here so you kind of hear the, the the horn hook in here and if you know you're familiar with 80s music at all especially 80s uh, I guess post new wave you will see exactly what I'm talking about here if you're too shy, let me know from the 1975. we have it. Looks like they have a song called Spinning is supposed to be uh, due out. It's with No Rome, a buddy of theirs that they tour with. Uh, he's a London-based Filipino musician, and uh, he's been their opening act. And then Charlie XCX is also uh, on this new song, which has not been released yet. But there you have it. That's the case for the 1975. And again, same thing with, you know, vaccines and some of the newer bands. Is I guess they don't have as many albums as, say, some of the people in the honorable mention category, uh, which, you know, maybe caused me to revisit this. But, you know, like REM's got loads of albums, even though some you know, the ones in the later end of the catalog aren't, you know, aren't as great as the middle. REM's got a lot of great albums, and I guess album for album, I guess they would beat the 1975. But the thing is, the 1975 are still making records, and they're still making good records. So I think that kind of bodes well in, in their favor for being third favorite band. Uh, the whole family likes the band. I discovered them, uh, The City and Chocolate, and at the time, uh, Fangirl, who was... How old would Fangirl have been at the time? I think she was junior high, and she was like, these are the exact same song, Dad. <laughs> but she got into them finally. She got her sister into them. So producer Lizzie is also in uh, into the 1975, and then my wife likes them and hates the fact that I also like them. And I was the one that discovered them for the family. So, But, uh, yeah, we saw them three times in, uh, did we see them three times? Two times. Two times, two times, two times in 2019. We saw them at... Uh, they played at the amphitheater here. We have an amphitheater, and then in that same complex, they built a another smaller amphitheater. And there's no lawn for it. There's a lawn for the big one. There's no lawn for the smaller one called the, the Pavilion. We saw them there, and we saw them at the Bunbury Music Festival. Liked them better at the Pavilion only because the acoustics are better. It seems I, I've noticed at an outdoor facility where the sound can go up into the sky, uh, it isn't quite as interesting for a band like that. Uh, and, of course, I saw them... I could have sworn we saw them one other time 
I can't remember. It's it's all a blur. So anyway, that's the 1975 case made for. We now come to our honorable mention band. Uh, they might be giants. Uh, they might be giants. Start in the 80s as two guys named John from New York City, and they release an album. Uh, I believe the the first one is self titled, and they release one called Lincoln. And again, these guys kind of petered out. Uh, I I listened to some of their their very last album was pretty good. But kind of in the middle, it really drops off. Their big album is called Flood. They toured that last year. They it, it was kind of one of these deals where they tour the whole album, and they also throw in a bunch of greatest hits. And that's a thing a lot of bands are doing these days. And they played uh, Flood. They just arbitrarily decide when they get to a town. They either play the whole album forward or they play the whole album backwards, track by track. So it was pretty interesting. Uh, this has kind of always been one of my favorite songs of theirs. Oh, another uh, album of theirs I recommend after Flood. It's actually Factory Showroom. Factory Showroom is great. That's from 1995, 6-ish in there. John Henry right before, that's pretty good too. Uh, so anyway, Anne Ang uh, was the, I think the first single from the album Lincoln, and I think it's probably still the quisitential They Might Be Giants tune, very clever lyrics, good imagery, catchy tune, short tune. Here's Anne Ang from They Might Be Giants. Make a hole with a gun perpendicular To the name of this town in a desktop globe Exit wound in a foreign nation Showing the home of the one this was written for My apartment looks upside down from there Water spirals the wrong way out the sink And her voice is a backwards record It's like a whirlpool and it never ends In the glow of each other's majestic presence Listen in and hear my words To the ones you would think I would say If there was a me for you All alone at the 64 World's Fair 80 dolls yelling small girl after all Who was at the DuPont Pavilion And Ang, they might be giants Our honorable mention band of the week Leads us to our song of the week It's from Macy Peters And kind of ties in interestingly to uh, this episode in that uh, with the 1975 and OMD and talking about Pretty in Pink and John Hughes and my computer wants something from me. I don't know. It wants me to optimize my PC. No, thank you, though. Uh, anyway, Macy Peters, uh, I don't know much about her. I know they love her on Radio 1 and uh, they just started playing this about a week ago and it's called John Hughes Movie. And how apropos, 1975, very influenced by Pretty in Pink. OMD, a big song on Pretty in Pink. And well, here you have it. Here's Macy Peters with our song of the week. I really dig this one a lot. It's uh, I'm hoping pop music kind of goes more back in this direction where we get actual songs. Don't mind, uh, uh, you know, where they rap and sing. That's fine. Uh, but what's really sad about it is using these rap and sing songs. The sung part is really catchy and it's got a great melody. And then the rappy part's just kind of like it's a rappy part. It all kind of sounds kind of similar. But anyway, this is Macy Peters, John Hughes movie, our song of the week on PF Tape Recorder. So long and thanks for listening. This wasn't how it's supposed to go I should be the one you're dancing with Spinning with a vodka coke Everybody at my fingertips I was gonna get my code And baby you were meant to follow me And I was gonna act surprised Even though I'd know you wanted me It's not like I've been crying, no There's just smoke in my
goodbye.